I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 205 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I'm not mad. I'm happy. It's Sunday. Uh, Today is relaxation day because, you know, the past week or two or 365 days, have been go 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 and i i don't want to go anymore like i went to fucking mcdonald's today to have chicken mcgriddles for breakfast and i gotta say like that was the best decision i've made in a long time and to decide that today is nothing day i you know started playing animal crossing again because it's something that's relaxing and fun and i need to learn how to relax because i don't know why but i forgot how to do that it's important to know how to do that and know like yeah. when to do that and realize that that's an important part of self-care. Yeah, it is. And also I'm really sore. I started running on my work breaks and I swear like I I got out of bed yesterday and I get really bad leg cramps because like I don't eat enough potassium. And I literally, like, I tried to walk off my leg cramp and I fell on the floor. And I just hear Carlos asking, did you just fall? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I need to eat more potassium because I swear to God, like, it just, it kills me. Like, I wake up with just the worst leg cramps in the world. And at first I was thinking, okay, I'm not drinking enough water. So, like, I bring my giant, like, my giant water canister to work now. And, like, I was thinking, well, you know, maybe I need to eat more vitamins. And I've been doing that. But I'm thinking. But then I talked to my fucking dad about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I used to get those, too. You just have to, you know, potassium. And I'm like, I am my father. Like, I go on runs. I love World War II documentaries. I like the Doobie Brothers. I am my father. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's definitely potassium. I have the same thing. I used to get it, like, horribly when I was a kid. And now I get it, like, a little bit less. But... Um, you can do supplements, but honestly, it's it's incredible how quickly, though, like, like not not so much with like potassium tablets, but with like just eating a banana or something will will help. Like, not just help prevent them, but while they are happening, will help. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I, I do need to eat more bananas. And like, potassium supplements are hard because I read that like a lot of the time, well, I think for a lot of supplements that like you need like doctor's approval or something. And I'm thinking I just don't want leg cramps anymore. So yeah, bananas are probably an easier route. And I used to eat more bananas. I used to mix them in and more of like my my daily meals and like sweets and stuff. If I was making something with a recipe, I would always like add a banana or two in there. Because, like, I think that's good, like, bread and banana, you know, and banana bread. Banana bread is I great. I love banana bread. So, uh, Spinach also has potassium. Other dark, leafy greens. I think kale probably does. Yeah, I like kale. Yeah, I need to start doing that. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm I'm still sore. I got out of bed yesterday, and I'm just like, oh, man, I, I can't move. And then I had to go to a wedding yesterday. And that was an interesting first wedding, you know, after COVID. And it was fine. Really small, intimate wedding. Um, it was a former Girl Scout friend of mm-hmm. mine. So it's always nice to see, like, the former Girl Scouts. This is my second Girl Scout wedding. It's funny, just, like, over the years, just, like, seeing, like, what all my, what all my former Girl Scouts are, you know, up to. Actually, wait, no, third Girl Scout meeting because uh, my best friend, I was in her wedding last two years ago. I feel like 2020... Like, it doesn't even feel like a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like 2021 and 2020, like, are kind of, like, the same year. Yeah. So, it's like, I just, I forget that, like, time is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing, unfortunately. I know. Because it feels like, like, she just got married, but then, like, her baby is going to come, like, any day now. So, I'm just thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, where the fuck has the time come? <sighs> but, but, yeah, no. It was fun. I love dressing up for weddings. Or I just love dressing up in general because then it gives me like a new opportunity. Like I need a new, you know, profile picture for Facebook. (laughs) So (laughs) it's nice because, you know, Carlos loves dressing up for weddings too. It was funny because uh, he grabbed like his suits and everything, you know, from his parents' house. And he realized that he forgot his suit pants to go with (laughs) his jacket. So we were on like a mad hunt, like uh, Sunday and Monday, like trying to find pants that matched and we went everywhere. Like, it was so weird that, like, Ross and, like, TJ Maxx and Marshalls, like, didn't have dress pants for men. I'm thinking, what the fuck is this? And we go to Kohl's and we find, like, the perfect size for him pants and there were only, like, $2. I'm not even kidding you. It was, like, God planted those <laughs> pants in that, in that Kohl's because he saw the labor of work that, you know, Carlos is doing from mounting TVs and from doing weddings, he said, here you go. Make it a business now. No, but yeah. So that was nice. And it matched well enough. You, you can barely tell that they were, you know, not 100% matched. But, but yeah, no, successful thing. Successful day. Um, and that's also why today is rest day. Because, you know, searching for shirts and searching for things and getting things and making sure things fit and a lot of thought and a lot of time and a lot of processes so i'm not doing a thing today (laughs) i like not doing a thing i mean i need to well after this i have a thing i'm recording with Hawes, and then i need to make dinner but those are the only things i am doing oh well that's nice i love Hawes. that cake that jesse made looked like delicious like with a little like candy crumbs on top of it Oh, it looked so good. It was gorgeous. I love a good cake. 
And I was thinking too, you know, after going to a wedding, like what makes a good wedding cake? Like I, I think about this stuff now, you know, now that I'm closer to marriage, you know, because what makes a good like wedding dessert? Because it's like sometimes people do cupcakes, sometimes people do cookies, like, but also like with a cake is really hard because like everyone likes different flavors of cake. And it's so hard to do a wedding cake because it's like so much cake and it's so hard to make it like perfectly delicious because it's it has to look nice and it's hard to find that balance between looking nice and tasting good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely care more about taste, but. Yeah, I'm the same way. And then especially like food at a wedding, too. Like, I, I, I still think, like, I just want to do, like, a taco truck and, like, ended it there because, like, I've never had a bad taco truck because I feel like, you know, people, you know, do, like, the fancy meals and everything, but sometimes it, like, tastes, like, really bland. But have you ever had a bland taco? I mean, I've, I've had plenty of bland tacos, but, I mean, I'd rather a bland taco than, like, bland overcooked pasta or something. Exactly. And especially that magical moment when you go to a taco cart. And they say, we do quesadillas too. <laughs> like, I don't know why that makes me so happy. Like, just the mixture of meat and cheese and a tortilla is the secret recipe to my heart. I mean, it's a hard combination to beat. It is. It, it, it truly is. But, but yeah. Well, no. Uh, how's everything going with you? Anything new? Uh no, not much going on. Just, you know, hanging around, watching movies. That's good. Are you are you watching movies with any babies? <laughs> there have been no babies. I mean, it would have been a little bit weird because, like, I don't know why there would be babies at my apartment. But, yeah, so no, no babies. Hmm. Um, just watching, like, some Halloween movies and stuff. Yeah, I I haven't even started like my Halloween um, watches. You know, I try to watch like the Peanuts special, you know, different Halloween movies. I heard Monster Mash and Thriller in the same day on the radio. And I'm thinking, wow, like I haven't heard Thriller since I worked in the casino because I feel like the casino was on this like 80s music like uh playlist that was just always on repeat so I always remember being in like the break room and just always hearing Thriller the three songs I think of when I think of the casino are Thriller uh, Love Shack (laughs) and um, Walking on Sunshine those three songs were always fucking playing what a combination I know like and I'm trying to think of like other songs too and then like you'd walk across the street at the outlet center and, like, they were always playing, like, instrumental music. And it was funny because, like, they started off the wedding, like, just playing, like, instrumental versions of, like, uh, you know, classic songs or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, my sister looked at me. She's like, I feel like I'm at the casino. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, I was just thinking that. But, but yeah. I, I, thriller's fine. Um, but, no, other than that. Oh, did you watch Bake Off this week? Oh, I did. My boy Chiggs. My boy Chiggs is doing good. I like him. I'm glad that he, you know, got Star Baker. And then, like, he, I think he really definitely needed the confidence boost. 
Yeah, I think he definitely did. I feel like he was kind of, you know, in the shadows like the first couple episodes. But like today, he just blew it out of the park. Got a handshake. His Pavlova looked really good, too. Like the fact that he got a handshake from that. Because I feel like, you know, a handshake from Breadweek is like superior because like, you know, that's Paul's thing. But then it's like it's the first like hand it feels like i know we got a handshake last week but it truly feels like like the first like handshake of the season and it just made me really happy to see that because his just face just light yeah just lighted up and it was good or lit up not lighted up (laughs) i i felt i felt bad for for freya with her thing but i'm just like trying to do vegan meringue is just like asking a whole lot and like when you're on a time limit, especially. Yeah. I respect what she's doing with making like everything that she makes except for the technical challenges vegan. But I'm thinking that's too much of a challenge for you. And also like, I want to know your skills, your baking skills. And I feel like only doing vegan items really, really limits her well it's just there, there's some you know it's like there's just some weeks that are going to be really hard like d- like when you get pavlova as a challenge Hmm. yeah it is really hard and especially desserts week because you think of desserts and you think of like cakes and creams and things that involve dairy and that's so hard to do vegan. But I give her props for, you know, continuing this on. And who knows how much more difficult it's going to get during the season. Hopefully they don't have to make like another shepherd's pie. Because or that one pie they made a couple seasons ago where it's just it's like the random bird meats. Like you have veal that you have like a pigeon. <laughs> and then. Yeah, because that's going to be hard to do a vegan pigeon. Yeah, if they get like if you know, I'd be, I hopefully they don't do like a pork pie or anything like that. I mean, you know, there's plenty of meat substitutes, but if it happens to be the um, you know, technical challenge, that sucks. Like I think, you know, using eggs is probably different than having to like brown meat. You can kind of feel how comfortable she feels like cracking an egg too. So I definitely feel that, but also too like. I that's interesting to me that she's on the show and like she's still like continuing doing like you know regular baking because I I wonder like how vegan bakers like feel about baking and you know having to sometimes use you know non-vegan products to bake because it's like I can kind of feel her feeling uncomfortable like cracking the eggs and because she she barely could make the creme anglaise I mean I fucking can't do a creme anglaise but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. All right, but no, I, I I'm enjoying the show. I like having it on, especially since we don't have Ted Lasso. You know, probably for another year. But it's good to have something nice. Mhm. Yeah, it's it's very nice. I know it was funny. Um, Carlos and I were having a debate about. Um, how many handshakes Paul has given uh, during the showstoppers. And he thought that a couple seasons ago, Ryan had gotten one for his key lime pie. And I was like, no, he only got, 
He got one handshake before, but that key lime pie saved him from elimination. That key lime pie was so fucking good. And that Paul was like, no, we need to keep him one more week. And um, he came across an article about how it was from like Vulture or something about how they were saying that Paul's handshakes are ruining the show. What? I know. And I, I, I read a little bit into it. And it was about like the significance of a handshake and how, you know, basically they were saying, well, because Paul only give, you know, he gives so many handshakes that everything else feels insignificant. And I'm thinking like, this is why overanalyzing a baking show <laughs> is the worst and how us Americans are just our opinions and just the fact that the show is so pure and that some people are trying to ruin the pureness of it because of how many handshakes Paul Hollywood gives. And it's crazy. But also like the handshake means that, you know, these are very talented bakers and the things that they're making are delicious. But it's funny because, you know, Paul Hollywood could say something is fine and then Peruk says, oh, it's delicious. But that's just how Paul is. And I, I think it's horrible that people are like over, you know, analyzing, you know, the handshakes or just like what people say. Like, I don't understand like why we can't just sit down and watch a show about people baking. Like it just it's bananas to me. Well, because I got to get content. And the way to get content is to say something shitty about something people like. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. I know. I've been meaning. I hear that uh, Squid Game show is really good, and I want to start watching it, but I don't know. We'll see. Have you start? Have you watched that at all? No, I haven't anything? started that yet. Like it's on my list, and I should really watch it before I get like spoiled for it. But I just haven't gotten around to it. And then uh, the third season of You dropped this weekend, and. I'm trying to not because it because it's you know Netflix so all went up, but I'm trying to not binge it. So I did like two episodes on Friday when it went up, and then I might watch another like two tonight. But I'm trying to keep it spread out because I fucking love that show. <laughs> How are the the first couple They're episodes? Really good. There was a there was a Aww. thing that they set up like because. Like, I hadn't really, but I just, I, I read an article about, like, oh, the third season, and, you know, it's sort of following this book, and it's sort of following that book, because, you know, these were based on book series, but then there, you know, like, there was a divergence, because, like, just in terms of the story, like, the third book came out after the second season of the show, and they're just in very different places, but it was, it was also, like, talking about, like, a character who's on the show, who I thought was going to end up being like a major player, like for the whole, like I thought that was going to be the storyline of the season. And it quickly becomes apparent at the end of the first episode that that is not the case. And I like actually gasped. It was very good. It was very well done. Like having, I like that. Like when you, when shows promote an actor or somebody and then be like, pull the rug out from under you. Um, it's, it's, it was well done. I enjoy that show a great deal. It's, I mean, it's trash, but it's very fun and very self-aware of how, of how much trash it is. I know. I've been on a 
um, I, I feel like every time I'm on Instagram, like I always see like Gossip Girl posts and I'm thinking like, man, I need to do another Gossip Girl rewatch, but that just takes a lot of time and effort. But also like I'm really curious about the show because like fucking damn Humphrey is in it. He's he's really good in it. He's so creepy. And, you know, unlike Gossip Girl, he's supposed to be creepy. <laughs> oh. God, I, I still can't get over that Dan was Gossip Girl. Not only that, but I didn't realize I was on the last episode until Dan was revealed <laughs> to be Gossip Girl. Because I was thinking, wait, what? Like, there has to be more episodes. And I look and I'm like, that's it? And I'm just dumbfounded that, like, I had completed my Gossip Girl journey. It was a, it was quite a journey. But, yeah, no, I, I need to watch that. I, I love some good trash television and i've been meaning to continue gossip girl but i don't think i could do it because i've only got through the first two episodes and it just wasn't no it's really good they just they really missed the tone on that show it's a shame yeah, it is. I'm 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 curious to see if it's going to get a second season, but I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. I don't know. People probably said that about the first season of, like, actual Gossip Girl. So, I don't know. We'll see about that. I thought it had already been announced, but maybe not. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I've been trying to keep up with... Um, I know what if, like, the, the, the final episode of, like, this season has just aired... But I've been trying to, like, watch it again. And I don't know. Like, I was really looking forward to this show. And I feel like it's fine. I The only cool thing I like is that they have, like, the actual actors, like, mm-hmm. play the characters. Which is, like, kind of cool. But the stories are just, I don't know. And then there's too much humor for me. But I, I think it's just, like, a me problem. Because it's, like, I'm not, the, I'm not the targeted audience, you know, for this. But it just it feels like too much like humor, too much like child humor. Like there was like that Thor episode where basically he just wanted to throw a big party and then he didn't want his mom to find out. I'm thinking like this is (laughs) no. Yeah, no, I just never bothered with what Uh, if. Yeah, I did the other day finally watch the uh, 50th anniversary Disney special that 2020 did and uh, or no, I think it was 60 minutes or 2020 I don't know it was one of them and it's on Disney plus and that was really good um, and made me really miss Disney but it, it was fine um, it was fine until my my nemesis John Stamos showed up to talk about his time when Full House went there but other than that it was a pretty good special good musical performances you know, the behind the scenes about the parks. I always love when they talk about the underground tunnel because when my sister used to work there, she would call me from under there sometimes. <laughs> and um, she'd be like, sorry if, uh, you know, I am sound a little uh, blotchy. Uh, I'm in the underground tunnel. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I also thought it was fun, too, about how they're talking about, you know, how they came up with, you know, the the end of the Super Bowl when they say, okay, you won, what are you going to do now? And they're like, I'm going to Disney World. So that was cute. And then they brought Tom Brady on to talk about how he said that like 500 <laughs> times now. 
<laughs> so that was that was fine. But but yeah, no, that's just uh what I've been watching and then impeachment's good. I'm a week behind though, so I have to catch up on that tonight. Oh yeah, I need to catch up on only murders in the building. I think I'm too behind. I just love Steve Martin and Martin Short so much. Is that the one Selena Gomez is in? Yes. How is she? She's quite good in it. Oh, that's nice I know. to she's, hear. She's, like, she's not as good as Steve Martin and Martin Short, but like she's holding her own pretty well. She's funnier than I thought. Oh, that makes me happy. It's nice to hear. She's been through a lot these past uh, this past decade, so it's nice to hear that you know she's doing well in the show. They did this really cool episode where, um, because, so Nathan Lane is also in the show and his, his adult son is deaf and they did a whole episode that's sort of like kind of from his perspective where there's no audible dialogue throughout the whole show. Like, so when characters are talking out loud, it's like, you can't, you you hear sound, but you can't discern the dialogue and then the you know the rest of it's all in in sign and it was like really well done and very cool hmm that is cool yeah i might have to check that one out too yeah there's just so many shows going on and like finding the time to like sit down and watch like i feel like my main priorities are big off and when Ted Lasso was a priority. And mostly my priority right now is Bake Off. So I can't complain. Yeah, I got Bake Off. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I mean, the succession, when that comes back, which is soon? Oh, tonight. Yeah fucking love succession like i I don't know i'm slightly worried about it because that show is always like just on the verge of teetering into unbearable because of how awful every single character on that show is but if they're cheesy enough it's good it's you never want that you don't want that show to take itself seriously then it's then it's not fun hmm oh uh, how's your are you still watching the sopranos yeah, I haven't watched in a long time, though. The last episode I watched was, you know, at the end of the episode when, you know, it was a junior's, you know, party for, you know, being the head honcho. Uh, there were, um, I'm not sure if they're FBI people or police, but they're undercover, you know, taking pictures from the event. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen next from that. Um, I'm waiting because I think an episode or two before that was... Um, when Tony was off uh, with his daughter touring colleges and then oh, mom, mom was home alone with the pastor and they had this like really sexy communion when like I thought they were going to fuck but like he went to the bathroom and threw up. But yeah, we talked about like how like the pastor reminded me of Rusty because he's so pure and he just comes over because he likes her, her meals that she makes. But, but yeah, I know they're definitely going to fuck. I just don't know when. And then <laughs> um, yeah, Tony had made that awkward uh, uh, he he kind of came on to uh, Dr. Melfi and that was weird even though like I know like they're probably going to bang too 
which is weird because like that's his therapist and I think that's like very insane that like she's still continuing to see him knowing that like he crossed that that barrier that should like never be crossed between like a patient and a therapist so I don't know the show this whole show is nuts and as as horrible as like Tony Soprano is like he's such a lovable guy like I love Tony but he's terrible but yeah it's a good show. I just have to find time to watch it. What's going on in Star Wars? Um, not a ton, obviously. Um, we know Mando season three is filming because Carl Weathers tweeted about how he was about to start. Um, Kumal Nanjani talked about how his character in Obi Wan is like. It's like a, a new, like a spin that we've never seen before on a character type. But I mean, that's so vague. God only knows what that means. But he was also talking about how exciting it was to film with you and and be like all of a sudden be like, holy shit, I'm hanging out with Obi Wan. Um. Yeah. I hate. When, you know, people are asking, I mean, obviously you can't give any details about your character, but the whole, it's nothing you've ever seen before. Ugh. I know. Ugh. I just go to Disney Plus Day because I'm tired of hearing, like, interviews of people asking actors, like, what, what, what are you doing in Kenobi? I was Kenobi. What is Kenobi? And... I just either just want to see a trailer or just watch it because, like, I feel like it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like, I feel like my excitement for it is just like, okay, cool, like, Kenobi's coming. But, of course, like, when the trailer comes, I'm going to be, like, super stoked. But Yeah, yeah. Um, the only other thing, they, they launched another thing on, like, the kids' Star Wars YouTube channel. And it's, I think it's called Galaxy of Creatures. And they're just like little two minute episodes about uh, this little droid. I think, I think they say in the description that he's like, you know, sent by the Republic back in the High Republic days. And he's going to different planets and doing different things with the animals there. Like they put the first two episodes up, although when this comes out, I think there'll be a couple more. But the first one was him learning how to bathe a bantha. And then the second one was him trying to train porgs. They are Mm. super cute. The animation is adorable. I mean, look, look, these are, you know, like, again, like two minute things meant for like preschool kids. But there's also apparently like activity pages that parents can print off for their kids to do. And then you can, you know, your kid can have a like certificate of, I don't know, like, you know, Star Wars galaxy creature explorer knowledge or whatever they're fucking calling it. So if you have if you have little kids, I recommend the Star Wars YouTube channel. There's there's lots of cute things on there. I think it's StarWarsKids.com. We'll take you there. Steve's baby could watch it. I mean, Steve's baby is a baby. Yeah, but the baby's already seen Venom. <laughs> the baby did not see Venom. My head canon, the baby has seen Venom. So the baby should watch this. I th- I think I think it would be best for the baby to learn how to bathe the bantha. <laughs> okay, I'll let Steve know. Yeah, please. 
But I don't I don't think there was any other Star Wars stuff. Oh, like I don't know, like Daisy Ridley talked about how she, you know, had like, you know, lunch with Kathleen Kennedy or some shit like that. And I mean, look, it's inevitable that eventually they're gonna make episode ten, but God only knows when, and I don't care at this point. But um Oh, and the other stuff is like merchandise thing. They're doing what are they calling it? Like bounce capture the bounty wherever Tuesday because they, they did this they know they did this during Mandalorian you know where they Mando, Mando Mondays. Mondays where they announced new merch every day every Monday and now they're doing that on Tuesdays I don't know until when but hmm. that's funny yeah Kathleen and Daisy having lunch together. I wonder what they ordered. I wonder where <laughs> they went for lunch, what they got for lunch. Like, I don't even care what they talked about. I just hope that their meal was good because, you know, business meals, you know, can be, you know, a little like nerve wracking or awkward, but I mean, who knows? Like maybe they're friends. So, you know, do two good friends, you know, getting together, you know, like they, they worked on movies together. They known each other since like 2012, 2013. And yeah, I just hope that, that they had a good lunch. I, I kept, I saw her like trending on Twitter the other day about like her hitting someone with the car. And I'm thinking like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Twitter's weird and Twitter makes up things. But yeah, I saw her trending and that trending too. And I'm thinking like, I, okay. Then I saw Lee Steele was doing like a hyper chat and he was talking about Daisy Ridley. So I was like, wow, maybe that's why uh, she was trending on Twitter was because our, our friend Steel Saunders uh, was talking about her. <laughs> no, I think it was probably saying she's well open to coming back to uh, Star Wars thing. But. Yeah. And I feel the same way as you do about it. That dreading in episode 10, you know, due to the fact that episode 9 doesn't exist. And. Uh, it just had such a bummer. Because it's like you spend years learning about these characters, growing with these characters, and then just a bad ending not only ruins that movie, but ruins kind of like a whole trilogy for me. Yeah. Uh, bad. It's hard. Because uh, I love Last Jedi, and I like Force Awakens. But now I kind of just don't want to go back to either of them, knowing where the story ends up. I can't even remember the last time I watched a Star Wars movie from start to finish. Like, I truly think that The Rise of Skywalker has really, like, kind of messed with me, you know, do with with Star Wars and everything, which is weird because it's like I do a Star Wars podcast and, like, my, um, I'm, I'm overthinking it, obviously. But, but yeah, I don't know. Like, that, that kind of sucked because, you know, this was the end of the Skywalker saga. You think of, like, all these movies, you know, you know, what was going to happen in the end and, like, this happened. I'm thinking, like, eh, that's a bummer. But, I mean, that's why, you know, we have more stories, you know, more opportunities. You know, Visions was great because it gave, you know, different stories, different perspectives. I love a good different perspective. And I don't like somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> like, yeah, stay away from that. Yeah, we, we just need to stay away from Palpatine. I I think that's the best for all of us. And I swear, if he tries to come back and something else, I'm going to be mad. 
and sad. Yeah, no more anybody coming back from the dead, please. But yeah, I think no. I like when Disney Plus Day happens and we get Book of Boba trailer. I'll get excited, and I assume we'll see a teaser at least of Obi Wan, and you know maybe finally get some goddamn Andor news. Yeah. I know. I, I feel for Catherine because she's gone like so many years of like knowing that Cassian is about to come, not knowing like any details about it. And God, Disney Plus Day is, is her. I'm surprised that her birthday isn't on November. I think it's November 10th or November 11th because like I feel like that's going to be like Catherine's like second birthday. Like, dude, Catherine's so lucky she gets two birthdays in one year. Well, like that's amazing. Well, hopefully, like if Disney Plus Day sucks, then that's not a good present. Yeah, but everyone has a shitty birthday. Like, uh, there's always like one or two birthdays that, like, man, that was a shitty birthday. So, you know, this is the perfect opportunity for you know if Catherine had a bad birthday, like this is this is redeeming qualities. You know, to become a better birthday. You know, the birthday. The birthday of the century. I really hope. But, yeah, there, there should be, like, some cool stuff, you know, happening on Disney Plus Day. I feel like the last Disney Plus Day was really, really fun. And we found out a lot of information. I think that was when we found out. Or I think it was, like, an Investor's Day or something when we found out, like, all the... What was going on. You know, Obi-Wan was announced. It was announced that Hayden was going to join... Um, a date for Cassian or I think they just share that like they were done filming or they're about to start filming or something but I don't know I'm just excited for High School Musical the musical the series you know coming back for season three because <laughs> season two was really 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 good and I will will stand on that tall rock forever and scream to all everyone in the village that High School Musical, the musical, the series is a really good show. And I think that everyone should like give it kind of a try. It's one of those like cheesy rom-coms things. But I mean, if you grew up watching High School Musical and kind of like Disney Channel stuff, like it's not too cheesy, but I don't know. It's really nice. The characters are nice. Olivia Rodrigo's good. Um, yeah. Watch it. If, if you're kind of around like my age. Or, you know, if you're kind of young when High School Musical came out. Or if not. <laughs> or if you really want to. Or if you just really want to. But also, High School Musical is on Disney+. Plus, So if you ever question anything, go go watch that. But also a good musical, too. A Disney Channel musical is, like, The Descendants. Like, that was a good trilogy. Like, those were some good fucking movies. Like, who would have thought making a movie about Disney villains' children going to Disney villains or going to to school and trying to do like it just it's, it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> to me like how well that worked and the songs were catchy too the dances were catchy it was like the perfect amount of cheese I I was so happy when I accidentally watched that I think it was before um we were watching that one show that Mendo was in and it was on TV. And I was just hooked. I'm thinking like, this is genius. But now I'm just I'm just going off on my normal, regular tangents. But 
because there's no yeah, news. That's okay. Like we can and, we can put out a forty minute episode. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Anything else? No, I think that's it. Um, I don't think anything has dropped, or if it's going to drop, it's going to drop tomorrow or Tuesday. So can't wait to talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kentobert. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. And the show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantabitePod. And you can always send us email, CantabitePod at gmail.com. Uh, other than that, uh, thank you for listening. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Uh, Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a Canto bitch. Brittany, the Jinch, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Canto bitch number one.